Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for tuning into another episode of the AP Roundtable, where here we converse, collaborate, and create strategies for change. Well, folks, it's been a minute since we've been together, and as we all know, a lot has happened. COVID is still happening, and as a nation, right now we are experiencing unprecedented times associated with systemic racism and its effects in all facets of life as we know it. I get it. As an administrator, right now I've had countless talks with fellow administrators, teachers, students, and community stakeholders. And if I'm being transparent, all of these conversations have not been easy. I just want to share with you right now one of the hardest conversations that I had occurred with a great teacher who had the courage to call me into her room and ask me to share my feelings from not as an administrator, but from a parental standpoint, because she knows that I have two African-American sons and she really wanted me to share how I felt about having these two sons in this current societal climate. Well, those feelings that I've had for so long, yes, I've discussed those behind closed doors with family members and particularly my husband. But what I was not expecting were those emotions that poured out of me during this meeting. And it revealed another side of me to this teacher. And it wasn't a bad thing. It was just that, you know, the professional tone that we always um, attempt to portray. And I definitely was trying to do that in this manner. But that humanistic side of me as a parent just came out and I began to just think about my sons and other um, students of color um, in that moment. So in this moment, it reminded me that I can no longer lead the same. And hence, this is the focus of this podcast, which is the wisdom needed to lead differently. Those of you who know me know that I am a big proponent of building those in which I lead because I am of the mindset that effective leaders are instrumental in identifying and cultivating the leadership capacity that they know is in others. We know that anyone can follow and you can follow someone for a long time. But do you as the educational leader, have the skill set to see the leadership potential in others? And are you willing to work with them, meaning the people that follow you, in developing this capacity within them? This takes a whole nother level of commitment, self-reflection, and fortitude. I am a person of faith, and before some of my listeners wonder if this podcast is about to shift and harp on that, don't worry. While my faith encompasses all that I do, it is also my belief that the life that I live and what I say and do should be the indicators to others of what I believe. However, if you are interested in knowing about what I'm reading, I'm actually reading um, a chapter, which is Second Chronicles, the first chapter from the Bible. So if you would like to take your time and read that, please do so. 
Well, one of the spiritual principles I am studying focuses on what occurs when you are placed in an entirely new leadership capacity and leading people you do not know well. Well, in my study of this principle, the first thing a leader must do is ask for wisdom. As an administrator during these times, you will be surprised who you need to invite to your proverbial table and do as we used to tell young children to put on your listening ears and truly absorb their expectations, experiences, and wealth of knowledge to help you navigate as you are now leading in a different capacity. Sometimes your biggest hindrance as an administrator and educational leader is allowing those at your table who have been there way too long and are out of touch about what's going on when the solution you need is right there unbeknownst to you. Finding new solutions sometimes requires seeking new counsel and wisdom from those you would have otherwise overlooked. If you're truly about leading differently, I need you to think about as you're listening to this, who do you need now at your table? You need students, parents, community, and business members who understand what you are seeking to learn and leading in this capacity takes you to acknowledge that you don't have all the answers, but you're willing to learn. The second principle I learned and plan to implement in leading differently is constantly checking the motives behind how I lead. When you are asking others for assistance in any area, some will question your authenticity and motives, but this is where how you serve others comes into play. If you've listened to any of my previous podcast episodes, you remember we've talked about the importance of establishing those relationships with others so that you can have those critical and crucial conversations. And Lord knows this is a time when all those must take place. So that groundwork that you've laid for any leader should be to learn that those you serve and yes, We're talking about those within your buildings, but do you know how to serve those out in your community? Do they truly know you? Do they truly know your heart? Do they truly know your motives? When's the last time you went into some of the areas in which you served and just showed your face? Maybe just talked about an initiative, ate lunch at a restaurant, or just showed up at a game or an event where you were not the focal point and just wanted to show your support. Do all of your constituents and not those who were just popular or have the best name in the community. Do all of your constituents know what you stand for, the vision of your leadership and truly believe that they are invested in it. They have a place and that they have a voice. In my seven years as an administrator, I have often found many of our issues come from assumptions that we think people should know what we stand for. And when we don't even really know or care to know those we serve because of their differences and have not truly grasped the concept that our differences make us unique and able to serve in a greater capacity. Just think about the power if we all started to really contemplate and think on that and really apply that. When we address our own fears 
and bias, because we all have them as educational leaders, we can also help others do the same. But reality check, this cannot truly occur until we do some true soul searching and self-reflection on our part. No longer can we be afraid of leading differently because the very difference we know needs to take place can open doors and bridge gaps that once before seemed insurmountable or impossible. So I challenge you, I charge you, are you ready to lead differently? I know I am. I know that I'm shifting seats at my proverbial table and inviting others whose voices were preserved to inspire for such a time as this. I'm being more intentional in what I see in others and more intentional in evaluating what truly aligns to the vision we have posted on the door, classrooms, what we put out there on social media, etc. I'm willing to listen more, talk less, And I'm placing a new mandate on my own personal accountability. Fellow administrators, I look forward to continuing the conversation and hearing your stories about how you are truly focused on leading differently. Thank you for joining me for another episode on the AP podcast. Thank you.